the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Happy hashtag tequila Thursday to you and yours. This, of course, is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And sometimes we all like to go down the rabbit hole of social media and uh, we like to watch dumb things. Uh, I am entertained. I am tickled by them. And one of them that came into your feed yesterday, we were you know, getting ready to tape. We were prepping for the fantasy football hour. Make sure you check that out. Uh, MSG, Nesson, Altitude, also streams at FTNFantasy.com every single week. Uh, check your local listings for Channel and Time. And we're sitting there, and you're, you're rolling. Your tears are streaming down your face because you're laughing so hard. And you're like, you got to come over and see this. And it's uh, if you haven't checked this out yet, it's all over. Uh, Twitter right now it's Robbie Anderson sitting there on the bench last week and he's talking to Curtis Samuel and he looks up to the stands he goes what's that bear doing now mind you Robbie Anderson plays for who Lundy the Carolina Panthers yes and and it is you know kind of rotund cartoonish their mascot and he has this conversation for like a couple of minutes with Samuel just perplexed like what what is that bear doing and it, it's Sir Purr. He goes, man, that's a, that's Sir Purr. He goes, what? Sir Purr. And he's like, wow. And then looks the other way. Just it's like. So good. Disgusted almost. And the, the, the funniest part of it are the cutaways to Sir Purr. Mind you, there's no fans in the stands there in Carolina and Charlotte. And he's just cut rug. He's dancing. He's going, you know, full Saturday Night Fever Travolta style on it with the finger points. And there's nobody around. And that's what got me every time. I watched it at least 12 to 15 times yesterday, Lundy. And it was the cutaways to Sir Purr just getting down that made me laugh again and again and again. I love idiotic stuff. And that one hit the nerve perfectly. so brilliant. I mean, you and Katie Wingy are our wonderful host on the Fantasy Football Hour. You guys are looking at me like I'm drunk, right? Because I am just at my computer just dying laughing. What are you watching? What are you watching? What's that bear doing? And it just, it just because of, first of all, how it starts is, what's that bear doing? Dude, you, you play for the Panthers, okay? It's a Panther, <laughs> right. Uh, right? But then the cutaways are actually fantastic. So <laughs> kudos to uh, the Carolina Panthers for having a mascot that is not allowing the quarantine, the lack of fans, any of that to take away his fun in the stands. Amen on that. What's that bear doing? Again, it's worth your time. Check it out. Uh, and look, if you want to bet on the NFL, if you want to bet on the NBA, we got the Eastern Conference Finals going on, the Western Conference Finals about to tip off, NHL, PGA, tennis, whatever you want, they got it right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. And there's no better place to get in on all that action than if you draft the DK Sportsbook app right now. It's America's top-rated sportsbook app. And add the excitement of Week 2, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer all new users get a chance to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars when they bet on any team any team they want that's right you can place a one dollar bet on any team and if that team wins you cash a cool benjamin how can he pass that up if you're new to DraftKings sportsbook head to the app now to scout their latest offers bet with DraftKings sportsbook a sportsbook that goes Wherever you go, it's safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code F. 
TN when you sign up so you can take advantage of this can't miss offer. Pick any team during week two, bet $1 on them, and if they win, you get $100 in return. That's $1 to win $100 when you use that promo code FTN during sign up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to the Tequila Thursday edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, we got Bengals, we got Browns, and the battle for Ohio, and we got props and a ton of them here, Lundy. Let's start off with one of my favorites, Odell Beckham Jr., 61 and a half yards, and I am on the over at minus 106. Now, Beckham hasn't had a 100-yard game in 11 consecutive contests. It's the longest drought of his storied NFL career, and, you know, people are thinking off the clunker that he had last week, you know, 10 targets for three catches and 22 yards, no touchdowns, and gets the Baltimore Ravens. It's deja vu all over again. Same story that he had last season in which he underperformed, but I disagree. I think that was more of a function of the matchup than anything else. A much softer, gentler opponent tonight, drawing William Jackson to third in coverage, who in his last 15 games has given up 1.30 yards per snap. As long as OBJ gets another double-digit outcome there in targets, I think he's going to easily get into the 70s for receiving yards under the primetime lights and at home. Fader follow the over Odo Beckham Jr. 61 and a half receiving yards. I'll follow this one, Brad, because I'm with you. I think he gets up into the 70s. I think this is four, maybe five catches. I think he can do it without having to get eight, nine catches. I'm not expecting those little short yards to add up. I think he needs four catches, like I said, maybe five, but I'm expecting 75 to 77 yards by the time we're done. I'll follow. Get it done, OBJ. Number four. All right, let's move on to another player prop, and another one that's one of my favorites, and I've already locked and loaded this wager at uh, DraftKings Sportsbook here in the great state of Colorado. Tyler Boyd over 50.5 receiving yards. Now, Boyd underachieved in week one against the L.A. Chargers. Why? Well, he saw Chris Harris out of the slot and coverage, and Harris is one of the best slot corners, maybe the best slot corner in the entirety of the NFL. He was limited on five targets to four catches for 33 yards and no touchdown. Joe Burrow uh, looked like a rookie. Certainly Green made some puzzling decisions in that game vertically. I think with the jitters cast aside, he will play better, even though it's a short week to prepare. And the paper matchup is glorious as Boyd draws Tavier Thomas in coverage. You gave up 3.44 yards per route uh, in week number one and a perfect passer rating to his assignments. He was targeted three times, gave up three receptions for 58 yards and a touchdown uh, to Baltimore Ravens assignments. Jeff Ratcliffe at FTNDaily.com, his really slick wide receiver cornerback tool. This is the 12th best matchup on the board for any wide receiver in the NFL this week, and that's why I'm hammering the living daylights on the over. Fade or follow me. 
I'm going to follow you on this one, Brad. You were joking uh, before we started the pod that you'd already uh, locked that one in at DraftKings and that you might be doubling down. Uh, I'm with you. I think that, uh, look, so much of this is going to depend on Joe Burrow, right? I mean, it's a dependent position when we're talking about these wide receiver props. But I agree with you. I think some of the the, uh, uh, jitters that he had early to get started as a rookie. Look, this was basically his preseason game last week, right? I mean, he hadn't had a chance to get out on the field with all these guys. He's worked that out now. Plus, you take the opportunity opportunity to look at defensive tape, which they can now do against Cleveland and see how to exploit it. And I think they're going to see that Boyd is in a prime position to finish north of 70 yards at least. Score those bucks, Mr. Boyd. Number three. All right, it's time for our MonkeyKnifeFight.com Monkey Knife Fight player prop of Thursday night football presented, of course, by Monkey Knife Fight. And if you haven't checked out Monkey Knife Fight, I'm going to work that in about a billion times into this read as humanly possible. You haven't lived. It's one of the easiest DFS games you could possibly play. Uh, there are no sharks in the water. There are no lineup accumulators that you have to go toe-to-toe with. You just go to the site. You put in that promo code FTN. Again, at monkeynightfight.com. And you get a special bonus just for signing up a free $5 entry on the house. And it's just more or less. That's it. Like, if you're into Tyler Boyd, over 50.5 yards, you can pick that. Uh, pair it with another prop that's out there maybe this one we're about to reveal and if they both hit you win it's that easy go to monkeynightfight.com and again use that promo code ftn to get your free five dollar game on the house uh let's go to joe mixon the line here is 75.5 rush yards against those brownies and i'm on the under here lundy uh, I think, you know, Cincinnati is going to be competitive. If you listen to yesterday's episode of Faith the Noise, I took the Bengals and the points. Uh, I think they're going to keep this one close in the end. I think Cleveland will end up winning, but maybe only by a field goal. I think Mixon will be heavily involved. He had 20 touches week number one, 19 of those on the ground for 69 nice yards, no touchdown. But Cleveland against Baltimore and their running backs, their duo of Mark Ingram, and also J.K. Dobbins, just 2.8 yards per carry allowed. And I think the Browns are going to have one of the stingier, stiffer front lines defensively in the NFL this season. And the Ravens, you got to remember, they have an elite offensive line, and they got some dude named Lamar Jackson who didn't run wild in his own right in week number one. Most of that damage came through the air, and most of it done by Mark Andrews. Uh, Mixon, I know, has got a storied history against his franchise and went for 146 and 162 on the ground late last season. Uh, but, you know, only one missed tackle forced on 20 touches in the opener against the Chargers. It's a 2.37 yak per attempt. And, again, knowing that Cleveland has made some upgrades on that defensive line, I'm not feeling the over here. I think the under cashes, again, at 75.5 rush yards. Fade or follow. I'm going to follow you as well. I think he's going to get close, Brad. I think we're looking at the low 70s here. But you're right. This uh, defensive front for Cleveland, um, you know, the Browns have been a a punchline for a long time in the NFL. But this defensive line has stepped up. And as you said, they went up against a very formidable opponent there in week one. And they managed to look pretty good doing it. So I think they can do the same thing to Joe Mixon. Yes, he has uh, gotten off uh, and gotten his numbers against Cleveland in the past. But tonight does not feel like that opportunity. We're talking specifically about rush yards, so even if Burrow were to dump it off to him, that does not play into our more or less here with Monkey Knife Fight. So 
I am going to take the under number. I think he finishes somewhere between 70 and 73. Nick's Mixon. Number two. All right, let's go back to DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's work in another player prop here. Let's uh, go back to the Cincinnati Bengals and talk about John Ross. Yeah, they're actually offering one on John Ross. <laughs> yeah, the former speed demon. Well, he's still fast. Uh, the NFL's record holder for the fastest 40-yard dash. Uh, I don't think he is going to get a whole lot of separation in this game, and that is why I'm on the under 30.5 yards. Where's the volume going to come from? It's going to be a heavy dose of A.J. Green. We already mentioned how much we love Tyler Boyd. I think C.J. Uzoma is really fascinating, the tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals, and then you have potential checkdowns as well to Joe Mixon. I I just don't think there's enough meat on the bone for John Ross to get the necessary targets. Now, he could do this on one play. You know, that uh, full disclosure, that is certainly a possibility, but he's going to go toe-to-toe with Denzel Ward, who gave up 1.23 yards per snap, kind of a generous amount week one, and gets the Baltimore Ravens. But he is the best defender in this defensive backfield. Last season, recall, he gave up just a 58.0 passer rating and 1.03 yards per snap. You know, Ross had a handful of targets in week one, just a couple of catches for 17 yards. I'm not seeing it, Lundy. I don't think he's going to catch a long bomb or get enough volume to get over, again, this 30-and-a-half yardage number. Fade or follow under 30.5 yards for Mr. Ross. Yeah, I was really surprised when I saw this one, Brad. I'm going to follow you as well. This just does not feel like there is enough volume coming from Joe Burrow to turn this into a big thing. Now, you did say it, though. He could have one catch for 35 yards. Easy. Yeah, <laughs> and, easy. Uh, and that could be the thing that actually screws us up on this over-under. But I just don't think that's going to happen. Between Green, Boyd, you brought up Uzoma, uh, John Ross, who we said we don't think is going to be able to, to have any options other than if he gets that one catch. And I don't think tonight in Thursday Night Football is when it happens. So I will follow. I will take the under. I don't think he hits that 31 mark. Yeah, that volume is only cranked to, I think, one. Number one. All right, let's work in my favorite prop of Thursday night football, and let's just get it out there right now. Nick Chubb, 69 and a half rush yards, over, over, and over again. It is mind-blowing how many people have already written off Chubb and are already anointing uh, Kareem Hunt as the king of this backfield. It's utterly preposterous. It's utterly ridiculous. Nick Chubb last week on 10 carries had 60 yards. Uh, again, that's easy math. I mean, I'm a simpleton. I only have a second-grade education, but I know that's six yards per carry, which is outstanding. That's what Nick Chubb does. He also had the second-highest yak per attempt of any running back in week one, trailing only Melvin Gordon in that category. He went 4.40 overall. He forced three missed tackles on 11 total touches. He did have the one reception, and now you get a Bengals front. They gave up four and a half yards per carry to L.A. Chargers running backs, 33 carries for 148 yards and a touchdown. That was to Joshua Kelly. This is going to be a better game script. He's not going to be victimized by it like he was against the Baltimore Ravens who smashed the Browns in the opener. Not only that, too, Lundy, but both of Cincinnati's starting interior defensive tackles are out in this game. You plug in the backups. You have the hammer in Nick Chubb and his strong downhill rushing ability. You have an improved offensive line. You have a better game script. I think he hits 100 yards tonight with a touchdown. I think he silences the haters that are out there. Fade or follow me. Minus 118, a little heavier juice. But I think it's worth it. The over 69 and a half Nick Chubb rush yards. 
Oh, jumped on this one right away. I'm following as well, because you're right. The uh, stories of his demise have been written a little too soon. Six yards per carry to get things started. And you brought up the the injuries on the defensive front for Cincinnati. And that, to me, is actually the big uh, part of yep. this. I think that when you look at the game script, it was obvious that they want to get Kareem Hunt involved. And I understand the guy's talented. But when you've got that kind of injury situation along the front for Cincinnati, and you've got a guy like Nick Chubb that you can just shove the pigskin right into his gut, he is going to take advantage of that opportunity. So I am absolutely on the over with this one. I'm not quite with you that he may that he'll hit a hundred, but I do think that he is absolutely going to blow that 69 and a half rushing yards number away. He will be up in the 80s, the 90s, and who knows? You could be right. He might hit triple figures. Rub a dub dub. Love me some Nick Chubb. And on that note, that is a wrap on today's Faith and Noise podcast. Please follow us on Twitter, Richard Kindly, me at Noisy Huevos. Lundy at Nate Lundy. Drop us a rating and or review and check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, FTNBets.com for all of your sports betting, daily fantasy, and season-long fantasy football research and content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S. Get 10% off your subscription today. Until next time, as always, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.